Welcome to the Lee Schools TV podcast. I'm Adam Wright. Joining us today is the Chief Financial Officer for the School District of Lee County, Greg Blurton. Greg, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Greg. Glad to be here. Thanks. Yeah, all right. Well, so we're you know, fresh off the election. Yes. The half-cent sales tax referendum passed. It passed. And you are in charge of the budget here at the school mm -hmm. district, so we'll be talking a lot about that, about money, what's next after this proposal passed. Uh, but first, can we just talk a little bit about you? Sure. So you you haven't been with the school district long. You joined you about came two here years ago. Two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um Where'd you Where'd you come from? Yeah, so actually it'll be two years uh, next week, November fourteenth. Um, I uh, came before coming to the district. I worked uh, uh, in the banking industry. Worked for a local community bank uh, here, as well as a local trust and investment firm. So been been around banking, lending, finance uh, for about a dozen years. And uh, I've always been around the school district, though personally and and through work. Um, most uh, recently being on the foundation for Lee County Public Schools, uh, their board, and as their treasurer uh, for a number of years. Uh, I've also coached uh, um, uh, lacrosse boys across. Estero High School, have been a mentor uh, through the uh, Take Stock and Children program. So, And even when I, I started college, it was originally to be a teacher. So I've always been passionate about education. Um, never a thought as I've, I've come through over the number of years that uh, I would actually be in education. Um, and so it, it's an honor to be able to, you know, take uh, the experience that I've had in banking finance and and, and, and and it's an honor to be the chief financial officer for the Lee County School District. And Veterans Day is on November 11th. It is. And Sunday. I just learned today that you're a veteran. I am. U.S. Air Force. Yep. And uh, my dad and my brother are career Air Force uh, and my grandfather was career Army. So the military has been around in, in my family for a while and it uh, was I was proud to serve. Thank you. Well, thank you for your service. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right, so let's get into it. So the, sales so tax. The let's sales get into tax. it. Yes. Let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, so it, it passed. It did. Very close vote, 52 to 48 mm -hmm. percentage, right? Um, what was your initial reaction to it passing? How about that? Um, it, that, that was really, I was like, how about that? Um, you know, we knew it was going to be close. And, uh, you know, that, that night is uh, getting home and, and starting to watch the news and seeing how the results are coming in. And uh, initially, uh, as after the polls close and you see that 1% precincts reporting and it's 50-50, as close as you can get. Um, you know, so and just prior to that, that day, uh, the Florida School Finance Officers Association, um, it's, it's made up of, of CFOs of school districts, uh, budget directors, people in finance for school districts. Um, their November conference, their fall conference, we're actually hosting it this year here in Lee County. Um, and there was a panel discussion that I was a part of, of, uh, of CFOs who have had a surtax, a sales tax, whether it be a sales tax or any other kind of referendum that has passed, that is pending, or that has failed, and just talking about, you know, the experiences of that. Um, so it was, it, it, was very, it was very timely. It was very interesting to hear, you know, all the different perspectives and points of view and, and experiences. And then to actually have, you know, come home and going through that and just the elation that it did pass and to know that, uh, you know, that we did have great support for it, all the work that went into it um, from our uh, political action committee, from our, uh, you know, from you know, our teachers, our staff, uh, and just really, you know, stating the why and the need and it passing. And so, you know, the work is really just beginning now. And thank you to everyone who voted. Absolutely. Thank uh, you. Um, so... If, just in case anybody is mm -hmm. watching this and, and isn't aware, so that the referendum will raise the sales tax in Lee County from six percent on the dollar to six and a half percent, six and a half percent for a ten-year period. Ten-year period. 
unless voters pass it again. So mm-hmm. it would it would go back to a vote mm-hmm. after ten years. After ten years, correct. And if if we even deem that necessary, correct. right? Um, and it will generate approximately somewhere in the ballpark of 59, 60, 59, million. 60 million a year. Um, and that, that's the average, you know, based on historical sales tax revenue that Lee County has received. Um, what we would approximate that we would get um, is about 60 million a year. So this does not go into effect until January 1st, 2019. So, uh, you know, this new year, upcoming new year. And we really won't start realizing the full effect of it until after the spring. So there's, I guess the best way to put it is a ramp up period, if you will. Um, but yes, we are, we're estimating about 60 million a year uh, in sales tax revenue that we would, um, that we would uh, be getting that would go towards everything that we've talked about, how we would uh, use the sales tax revenue for um, taking care of what we already have, the maintenance needs safety and security upgrades and, uh, and keeping our schools safe and secure technology upgrades. I think you talked with Dwayne Alton about that uh, in an earlier podcast. Uh, and of course, you know, we are a growing school district and it's keeping up with that growth and the building of new schools. Uh, um, all of those would be, uh, you know, the sales tax will definitely help those efforts. So how does it, how does it work for mm-hmm. people who may not understand the, you know, businesses collect mm-hmm. the extra sales tax That's money. Right. And then, so where does the money go and how does it get back to the school district and right. how is it distributed from there? Exactly. So, you know, when, when you are uh, shopping and you're buying a pair of shoes or clothes, uh, you're out, you know, retail, uh, again, except when you're buying groceries, when you're buying gas or medicine, uh, those are excluded. But, you know, general sales tax, which has been 6%, now 6.5%, businesses collect that sales tax and then they report it and send it to the state and the state the state in turn sends it to Lee County and sends it to the school district. So when you are, you know, handing your credit card over your cash and you're paying that sales tax, the money's not just right from there coming right into a bank account here at the district, just trying to make it as simple as possible. That's not how it works. So that's kind of the delay. And as I was saying, the ramp up period. Um, So that's how it will work over the next 10 years. Um, And we'll be collecting the sales tax and, and appropriating it or spending it on the items that we've talked about. So is it, does it go into a, you know, once the state sends it to the school district, mm-hmm. is it then put in a, its own separate yes, we account? Will have an, yep, we will have a, a funding line and our capital budget for that revenue. Uh, so going forward, actually, and our budget process for um, FY20, fiscal year 20, so the 1920 school year, uh, in our capital budget, there's a revenue section and there's a an appropriation section, appropriation being spent expenditures. There'll be a revenue line for sales tax revenue, just like uh, it has for impact fee revenue, for it ha- where, where there's a line item for um, uh, um, debt revenue. So the revenue that we receive from the loans that we have got uh, on our books to, to uh, historically build schools, that will now be its own revenue line uh, in that, and then how we're spending it uh, or appropriating for it as well. So that'll that'll be a new thing in this upcoming budget book. Let's kind of break down mm-hmm. the budget for people real quick if we can. So I'm sure a lot of people don't understand all mm-hmm. the inner workings of how budgets work, especially for you right. know, organizations as large as the school district of Lee County. I certainly have learned a lot yep. uh, over the past few months. Uh, so how just generally, mm-hmm. How big is the budget for the school district? The overall school, Lee County School District budget uh, is just under $1.5 billion. That's with a B. Billion, if you're an Austin Powers fan. Uh, 1.5 billion. That's total. Yep, that's the total budget um, for the Lee County School District. And um, 
if we keep it as simple as possible, um, so you know your 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 household budget, uh, if you own your own business, uh, um, or if you are in the private sector, not the public sector, the accounting and uh, finance of, of that is is you know debits and credits. You know credits are coming in, debits are going out. It's your um, you know money that's coming in, and and how are you spending it? Um, businesses have uh, income and expenses. School districts and public accounting, um, we have different funds, if you will. We have our general fund, which is our overall operating fund uh, to take care of the day-to-day -day operations of our district. That's where salaries are, the biggest part of our general fund, uh, and just everything that we do to operate the school district. And as it relates to the sales tax, the main fund, the, the only fund that that revenue will be utilized for is our capital fund. And the capital, um, when you think of capital, you know, think of schools, building new schools, think of maintaining our schools, think of uh, adding more safety and security enhancements to our schools, the, the hardware and the software of technology and upgrades in technology that we have uh, going into those schools and throughout the district. Uh, so that's our capital fund. We then also have what we call a debt service fund. So this is where you know we have uh, the debt that we currently have out for the schools that we have built in the past. And then we have uh, a few other funds as well too from our food service fund. Um, so we've broken out and most school districts are set this way with each of these different funds. So as it relates to the sales taxes, that capital fund uh, is the primary fund that uh, that, that those that revenue will be uh, collected and spent. So the money collected by the sales tax can only go to the capital side of correct. the budget. That's correct. Um, I know a lot of people like to bring up, you know, they wish they w they could see some of the money go to, mm -hmm. you know, increasing teacher salaries. Just any quick word on yeah. that? Just teacher salaries in general, where, where we kind of stand with that? A teacher lot salaries, compensation in general, um, is is a, a challenge for not just the Lee County School District. It's a challenge for most school districts in the state of Florida, if not all. Um, and it is uh, it has been something that we have been working on even as we've been going through uh, in, in, uh, towards getting the sales tax referendum passed. So um, over the past number of years and, and really ramping up this current year and how we're planning for the next year um, is how can we be more competitive in our compensation um, for our teachers, for our support personnel, uh, for the, the the staff and team that is here in this building. Um, and so as we have always been doing is where are areas that we can continue to be more efficient? Where are areas that we could reappropriate you know, programs that, uh, that, you know, um, are, are no longer necessary, you know, okay, so that was something that we budgeted for. Can, can that amount now be budgeted towards compensation? So we're looking at the, the big picture. There are also other districts that have a sales surge tax of some kind that is being utilized for capital funding, such as what we just had passed and what we will be doing over the next 10 years. Some of these districts had referendums passed just this past Tuesday for additional millage to go specifically to their operational budget designated for salaries. That's an option and something that we can think about. But in the meantime, you know, we just went through the sales tax. There was a lot of work involved uh, and we got it done. There's a lot of work to be done now on that side of it. We are really looking at how we are working internally on the general fund and, and uh, on our operational side to see what we can uh, dedicate towards compensation for our teachers uh, and for our staff. Uh, and as we go through, you know, what are the opportunities uh, and obstacles that we have in front of us to really get competitive pay for our teachers? 
So safe to say moving forward that that is something that the school it's district a, is, It's is. our number one priority, absolutely. Our number one priority is student success. Um, but the only way that we get our students to be successful is to have great teachers and pay them what they're worth. So going back to the sales tax and the, and the money that we'll be getting from, from that, mm -hmm. um, I know that we talked a lot about kind of leading up to the election, yep. kind of what would happen, what would it mean for the school district if it didn't pass. Right. And, you know, there was talk that, you know, these schools needed to be built. That's right. Anyway. Exactly. So in order to do that, if we didn't get the extra revenue from the half cent sales tax, that we would have to borrow more money right. and increase our debt. Mm -hmm. So what does the, can you tell us where we are debt wise Absolutely. right now and what this extra money from the, from the sales tax, what that will mean for our debt? Right. So historically, we have built our schools, most recently Benita Springs High School, through financing. And uh, we call, and we have gone out through financing that we call COPS, Certificates of Participation. Um, so it, it's a loan. I'll just keep it as simple as possible. Uh, a loan and, you know, to build schools, they're, they're, they're not inexpensive. Uh, and it's debt. It's just like a home loan that you may have, a car loan that you may have. Uh, you know, we have this money uh, as a loan and we're paying interest, principal and interest on it. So our principal and interest payment currently is about $65 million. Um, we have more schools coming to be built. Uh, we have Triple M, which is our next high school that will be built uh, just outside of the Gateway community. Um, and we're going through the pre-construction design phase right now and early estimates that's going to be between 80 and $90 million. Um, you know, that is something that we have already planned to uh, secure COPS financing for. And that was something in our go forward strategy with or without the sales tax because the timeline, we're, we're there. We're already in pre-construction and we're going to need to have uh, funding in place uh, before sales tax revenue is really going to start uh, get rolling, if you will. We have the addition that we're building at Lehigh Senior High School. They are scheduled to break ground in January. It's, it's amazing how fast time is flying. Um, so we actually have a couple of options available to us uh, uh, for that. Because it's a smaller project, it's not you know, $80 million. It'll be you know, around $12 million as we can do short-term financing um, uh, in the form of a, of a traditional commercial loan uh, with uh, traditional lenders. Or we can, that can ultimately then be um, absorbed into to the financing that we uh, that we get for Triple M, uh, the other option that we have available to us now that we have the sales tax revenue, is that is expected revenue to come in. And similarly, when you go for a home loan or a car loan, you know, a lender will look at your historical income and your, your ability to repay whatever it is that you're going to, uh, that you need that loan for. Um, so lenders for school districts that have an incoming sales tax revenue, they look at the historical sales tax and they say, okay, we expect you're going to receive on average $60 million a year. We can, we can actually finance you a loan ahead of time with that rev and the revenue will help repay that. So th these are options that are available to us. What is, uh, what is a, a good thing now, what is a good thing now is now that we do have the sales tax, the go forward strategy is we will go ahead with financing for the addition at Lehigh Senior. We'll go ahead with financing for the next high school, Triple M. 
And what we are doing right now, uh, as soon as that sales tax passed, um, a lot of um, my colleagues, you know, and talking with them about uh, of what they have done, uh, you know, best practices that we've already had these conversations. Now that we have it, confirming things that we know, things that we may not know, uh, and the go forward strategy for our, our next two elementary schools, our next two middle schools that we have coming, and then our two rebuilds should the uh, should the state approve those. Um, you know, that's a significant amount of money, you know, almost a little under 300 million, um, how we appropriate the sales tax monies, uh, and balance debt with that, because, uh, you know, you may or may not know interest rates have been going up, uh, uh significantly, uh, just over the short term and they're expected to continue to rise. That's great for the monies that we have, uh, in our savings, if you will, that interest is going up, but. The, as you have more, as you start incurring more and more debt, that interest, you know, we're paying 65 million right now, that will increase significantly. Um, and no one likes to be leveraged. No one likes to be, um, I, for the lack of a better term, up to their eyeballs in debt. That's not, we don't believe that's good business. So with the sales tax, it does give us that tremendous opportunity to really balance more now how we take that additional revenue. Uh, as well as, you know, maybe not have to go out for that much debt, which we won't, which that, that's, a, that's a great thing. That's a very good thing. So can we, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth mm -hmm. or anything, but can we expect to see that debt decrease, get decrease. smaller over the next so 10 it, years? So it's going to go up. Um, it went up uh, just this, this current year with Benita Springs High School coming, uh, opening its doors. And so now that's going forward. We, we went out for COPS financing for that. Uh, we'll have financing uh, out there for the Lehigh Senior Edition and Triple M. So it's going to go up a little bit. Well, it's going to go up. It's going to go up about $100 million. Uh, and so that debt payment, that $65 million we're projecting will go up. But over time, as now then you have the two elementary schools and the two middle schools and potentially the two rebuilds, you know, now we can start balancing the sales tax revenue as well as our other revenue that we get in from the capital um, uh, into our capital fund that, you know, now we don't have to continue to see that debt going up and up. We can see it level off and even really decrease. If we were in a growing school district, Adam, um, and we did not need to build these schools, if you look at our capital uh, budget and you look at our debt service, um, we actually have, uh, there is a big drop off. There was a big drop off in our debt service um, uh, over time. But with these new schools and the projections, if we had to go into finance, you see it going up. So now with the sales tax, we, we are looking forward to seeing that level out and ultimately decreasing. Good to hear. Yeah. So kind of looking at long-term and short-term mm -hmm. um, projections or whatever. So short-term, mm -hmm. what, you know, in your role as CFO, mm -hmm. what, what are the next couple months going to look like for you now that the sales tax has passed? So the next couple months is uh, is really um, going through uh, and find, we've already had our capital budget approved um, uh, for this next, for this current school year. And we've had, as I've said, the go forward strategy with or without the sales tax. So now we actually can go forward with that, that the, the capital budget that has that line item for sales tax revenue. And so now it is really going forward and confirming uh, the capital project list uh, and, and going through and now um, developing, uh, we've already developed the timeline, but finalizing the timeline. Okay. So we have this revenue coming in. We expect it to start, uh, coming in, uh, um, especially after the spring and the summer. And now 
getting to the maintenance program. You know, we know what we have budgeted for maintenance. So here's additional revenue that we have coming in. How is that going towards maintenance? How's that going towards our safety and security and technology? And also ultimately, as we get longer into this, the debt uh, and building the schools, how much is going to go uh, uh, towards that? The market and interest rates can help dictate a lot of that as well, too. There's a lot of other factors that we continue to, to um, that we'll keep our eye on uh, that could change the overall strategy. So these next few months, um, as we get uh, through the holidays and into next year and start realizing the sales tax revenue, we are just really confirming everything that we've been working on over these past number of months when we decided to, uh, to put this on the ballot for November 6th. It just happened to be great timing that my colleagues from other school districts our size, larger, smaller, that have uh, surtaxes in place, have had them for a number of years, uh, and also those who just had it passed for the first time. There were 12 school districts that that had it passed this past Tuesday. Um, so, um, you know, I have the, the added benefit of just having them all here in our backyard for a conference, uh, and we actually have a meeting to, you know, hey, we, we just want it, so what are you doing? Here's what we have, anything that we're not thinking about. Uh, and then also working with our advisors. We have great advisors uh, in place, financial advisors, that have led us uh, for a number of years on a number of different items uh, and, and helping with, you know, the monies that we have uh, in our uh, savings accounts, if you will, uh, and just our overall strategy. So we have really have been having um, a summit, if you will, uh, this week and just really confirming everything that we have been talking about and things that maybe we haven't thought about uh, and, and just getting everything in place. And uh, there'll be a briefing to the board uh, now that we have it. Okay, we've got it. Here's what we've talked about. We're moving forward with this. Any other ideas, uh, uh, um, uh, things that you know have come up since? What's important to know is this is a ten-year. Uh, this is a ten-year time frame. A lot can happen over ten years. A lot of priorities can change. Um, uh, people move in and move out. Um, you know, we've had uh, uh, you know the unfortunate. Um, situation with red tide and the, and the green algae that could affect tourism uh you know we've had two just actually three horrible uh weather incidents you know from michael this year maria and irma last year that affected us directly those two um you just never know what the future holds so what's important to know is is you know the the project list the timing of everything can just change with with an incident that happened in the tragedy at Parkland as well, too, how, you know, safety and security has always been a priority, but, you know, really opening our eyes to, to things that, you know, maybe we've thought about, but we have to do. Um, so all of those things. And so it's important just to know that we continually have these discussions and uh, we'll continue to be flexible in, in how we go forward to the priorities of the school district and our community here in Lee County. Uh, if you want to learn more about the half cent sales tax. Maybe you're just now kind of learning about it after the election. You can visit our website, uh, www.leeschools.net slash change for change. We have a lot of information there. I believe there's also a, a list uh, of projects for each there school mm -hmm. uh, there. So you can see exactly where the money will be going for each individual school in our district. Mm -hmm. I know that another thing that is on the short-term mm -hmm. list of priorities is to get the the oversight committee the oversight committee formed yes. so you know talking about the importance of transparency mm -hmm. you know working for a school district handling taxpayer dollars we want to make sure that the the public knows that they can trust us to use the money um, appropriately yes. and efficiently so we're going to have this oversight committee mm -hmm. can you tell me a little bit about um 
So I know that they're going to be they're taking volunteers to be on this committee. Is it 15? That's right, 15 people? members. Okay. And uh, the, our board talked about it yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, in their briefing. Um, so they, they the application period uh, is open, and the deadline uh, to submit your application to serve on that oversight committee is uh, at the end of this month, end of November. Uh, and so each board member uh, will be appointing two members of the community, and uh, one of the members will serve a two-year term, and uh, the other member will serve a four-year term, so they're staggering terms. The superintendent also can appoint a member uh, that would serve a four-member term as well, so a 15-member oversight committee. Um, and, they, well, and the reason for the staggering terms is? Just to, to keep uh, newer people coming through on the, and some people just can't dedicate four years uh, as well. So because the people that we have encouraged to apply are people that have experience in the areas that we're going to be spending the revenue, you know, in safety and security, technology, infrastructure, IT, yeah. um, construction, absolutely construction, and, and everything that goes into building schools from architecture, design, uh, and the actual building of the schools. Finance. Um, I'm finance sure absolutely because yeah. it's you know it's the revenue coming in and how are we appropriating yeah. for it well, and, and staggering them will prevent if you know a bunch of people decide to to leave the committee correct you're not just getting a, a, a swath of a a swath brand of new people who new don't people really know what's been going then, on for the past and the few ramp years. up period with them and educating them on right. what has been and what is and what we're looking at exactly so the staggering piece of that um so we're receiving the applications uh through the end of the month and then our our each board member will appoint two members dr atkins will uh, our superintendent will appoint a member uh, and they'll have the staggered terms going from there do you know where people can go to apply it is actually on our website uh so the the similar link and uh, area on our website uh, uh the change for change there's actually a, a link, an oversight link, and there's an online uh, application, and you can also download the application as well, too. So the, the job of this committee mm -hmm. will be what? So the oversight committee uh, will be an independent committee uh, uh, made up of members that we just talked about who we will, um, how often we meet uh, is still to be determined, but basically we will be reviewing the capital budget. We'll be reviewing the revenue that is coming in for the, from the sales tax and then how we are appropriating it going forward. Uh, as part of the whole transparency and going along the similar lines of our advisory, our board advisory committees, such as our finance advisory committee, our construction advisory committee, is really, you know, here's here's what we have, here's what we're doing. What what are we not thinking about? What everything going along uh, as we've all talked about, just you know, in general strategies, things that uh, uh, as we you know that we are doing this the right way and being uh, as effective with the sales tax revenue as possible. So that's we talked kind of about the sh the short term, right? Uh, and we we've discussed you know things can change over ten years, a decade. Yeah. Um, but looking more more long term, mm -hmm. big picture. How do you kind of see these next 10 years playing out? I mean, I don't want to ask you to predict the future, but... Do you have a crystal ball, Adam? <laughs> no, it's, you know, 10 years is a long time, but it's a cliche. Time goes by so fast. Uh, it really goes by fast. I mean, the two years that I've been here, I, I just blinked and, and, and here we are. So, you know, even though 10 years is, a, it's a long time to plan, uh, I will tell you, you know, what it does look like. And one of the things that, that we as a school district are doing right now and will continue to do going forward as a best practice is forecasting our budgets. We've always forecasted our capital plan out five years. Our work plan that we submit to the state every year is a forecast that goes out 20, 25 years. A lot changes. Um, 
So we will be continuing to forecast not just our capital budget, we do our work plan every year, but also our general fund budget and forecasting those uh, th uh, that budget as well. Because we have to really understand uh, more now so than ever of you know what money, uh, it, what can we expect from revenue coming in and how are we going to appropriate for it going forward. So 10 years, you know, our enrollment growth continues to to rise. Uh, I, in the briefing yesterday, uh, uh, Soretta Ralph, who's in charge of our student enrollment department, uh, and Dr. Creel, our chief academic officer, were, uh, were briefing the board on our student enrollment plan, updates to our student enrollment plan. And uh, Soretta had made a mention that just as of yesterday, net, we have seen, this is just through October, we have seen a net of over 1,000 new students just since school started. And we have, and that, so that's net, that's students coming in and students that do leave. That was a net number. Um, and that number continued, as we've looked past on other school years uh, in the past, that number continues to go up after we come back from winter break. Um, that's when it kind of, we, we see our, our, where the, the enrollment really goes up. So why I say that is we are a growing school district. We have been a growing school district. I think everyone has seen that, that capital graph where you see our enrollment continuing to go up and our funding continuing to go down. Over the next 10 years, uh, we, our enrollment forecast is we, are, we will continue to be uh, a growing school district. So that keeping up with that growth and, and building the schools that we need to build, maintaining what we already have, keeping our students, our staff, uh, um, everyone that, that uh, is involved in our district at the school level is safe and secure, keeping up with the technology. You know, technology changes every day, and to be able to, 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 to keep up with that, um, the revenue that we'll receive from this sales tax will absolutely help. But I think everyone, uh, you know, if they've been listening, we've heard that this isn't the this isn't the savior. It's not going to take care of all of our capital needs. It's going to put a chunk. It's going to take a chunk out of it. Yes, it will help. But there still is uh, a need above and beyond that from uh, from a, uh, um, a capital need perspective. So over those 10 years, we're still going to do the things that we've always been doing. We have added revenue. It's fantastic. Um, but what do we continue? What do we have to continue to do to find uh, ways to continue to be more efficient and find and do more with less? Um, and that's where our board, uh, if you uh, were part of the briefing yesterday where they were talking, you know, this is, um, you know, thank you to the voters for voting for this. Um, but, you know, we really are still um, building our relationships with our state legislature and our local uh, elected officials, you know, Funding public education in the state of Florida uh, has been a continued challenge. And how are we going to do this together to make education the number one priority and funding education uh, appropriately? And I think Ms. Patricki even mentioned it yesterday, one of our board members, that wouldn't it be wonderful if we can go to our Lee County um, uh, voting base and say, Thank you for voting for the sales tax. You know, and in a few years, you know, the state is funding education uh, based on everything that that uh, that you know. We education is a priority, and we're funding it appropriately. The sales tax has helped, but you know, based on what the state's giving us now, we don't need it anymore. Uh, and that's an ultimate goal. And maybe so that's, that's a possibility possible. that yeah, um, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of views and politics involved in that sure. um, and just everything that we went through with the sales tax. Um, so there's a lot of discussion uh, and a lot of uh, a lot of work that would have to go into that. Absolutely. But who knows what could happen in 10 years? Who knows? Um, so, you, I mean, you come from a 
finance background, obviously. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about, so uh, homeowners in Lee County, mm-hmm. can you talk about the relationship between quality, you know, world-class schools in the area and how it can affect, you know, property values? Absolutely. And, you know, whoever is watching this, if you're a realtor um, or if you're uh, just recently moved into Lee County uh, and you have kids or you're thinking about starting a family, uh, you know, realtors, one of the first questions they get asked is, what is the school system like? What's the, what's the, what's the, what school will my child be going to? Um, School districts, school systems are one of the, if not the, number one economic driver in a community. Just think about it. Um, it is, uh, we are usually the, one of the largest employers and we flip flop with Lee Health uh, every year. We have over 12,000 employees. We're usually one of the number one employers in a community. Uh, we, the, 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 in addition to the employment that we have, uh, the, the, the students that graduate, the students that ultimately stay in the community and work uh, you know, we drive up property values, a good education system, a good school district, a thriving school district raises property values. People want to move here. Um, I mean, if you just keep it as simple as possible, a desirable community has everything that you think about it. It has, it has good shopping. It has good restaurants. It has a great school district. You're proud of the kids uh, that are in our schools that are graduating from our schools and becoming great members of society. Uh, the successful school district is the number one economic driver in a community and what we are um, um, uh, started the discussion with Florida Gulf Coast University is doing just that is doing an economic impact study on the economic impact that the Lee County School District has in Lee County Um, and yeah I was gonna ask you about that mm -hmm. next I was kind of leading towards that so I don't know how early it's it's too early to talk about Mm -hmm. but so you're working with FGCU we've reached out to them Uh, we would like to have this study done Uh, there they have a um, uh, an office of regional impact, uh, and they actually have done different uh, different studies like this, uh, and we haven't done one for you know for the Lee County School District specifically, and we'd like to do that. You know, I, we think we know. Uh, we we are pretty confident in the number uh, that it's it's substantial, but we want an expert to help us with that. Uh, figure out exactly what the economic impact. Uh, so for instance, there have been other districts uh, um, in other states that have done this and you know it's in the billions. We have a billion dollar impact on our community just from uh, from the employment that we have, you know the people that work for us and what they spend in our community, uh, the students that we have in our in our school district and graduate and becoming part of the workforce. Uh, just think about everything that goes into the economics of a thriving community. Uh, a school district has a big part of that. That is a big part of that. Anything else half cent sales tax related you want to talk about? Uh, the, the, the words that come into my mind have been coming into my mind, uh, you know, since Tuesday night is thank you. Uh, as a, a, you know, you had mentioned, yes, you know, just being the steward of taxpayer dollars as the chief financial officer uh, and just having, you know, uh, the, the, um, the pulse of what is going on in the district financially, this is a tremendous help, and the the successful vote for the sales tax, um, it's 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 tremendous, uh, you know. But the work, as I said in the beginning, the work is now really just starting. Um, one way or the other, if we didn't get it, uh, it was going to be that much more of a challenge. Uh, but you're growing. We're a growing school district. Uh, we have uh, uh, tremendous capital needs. Everything that we've talked about, this is absolutely going to help. And thank you very much for that. All right. Um, so if you don't mind with, mm-hmm. you know, Veterans Day this weekend, 
Do you mind talking a little bit about your your experience in the Air Force? Sure. I uh, I enlisted in the Air Force, so I uh, graduated. Uh, I'm originally from Maryland. Uh, and uh, graduated high school and actually started college, uh, as I had mentioned, uh, to be a teacher. Um, uh, I had wanted to be a history teacher and, you know, was going to a local community college. And uh, it was a small college, and pretty much half of the people I graduated high school with were at that school, too. I felt like I was still in high school. And as I had mentioned, the military had been around in my family for a long time, uh, and one of my friends had just enlisted and uh, had come back and you know, he was already traveling and, and sharing his stories of, you know, everything that he's seeing and, and experiences. And um, long story short, I enlisted in the Air Force uh, and actually in, in a career field completely different than what I'm doing now. I, I actually uh, help maintain avionics and electronics on F-15s and F-111 fighter jets. So avionics, flight controls, radios, radar, weapon systems, uh, and was stationed in the panhandle at Eglin Air Force Base. Uh, and so after I, uh, had gotten out, I, I was four years in the air force. Once I had gotten out and moved, uh, I moved down here to Fort Myers, Lee County, and, uh, um, actually got into, uh, worked for GTE wireless, which is now Verizon. I don't know if anybody remembers GTE back in the day. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah. So I had worked with them, uh, and, uh, and ultimately got into banking, like I said, about 12 years ago. Um, and it's. It's amazing just how paths change and, and, and lives change and, and, and ultimately where your path is going. There's a Dr. Seuss quote around that, well, where you'll go. But, um, but yeah, so was in the Air Force, which brought me to Florida ultimately. And uh, I've actually been down here in Southwest Florida for about 22 years. So how, how would you say your, your time in, in the Air Force impacted you as a person? Uh, discipline and attention to detail. Uh, one of the things that you get uh, that is drilled into your head and brainwashed, if you will, is attention to detail, uh, which has absolutely helped me uh, um, tremendously in my career uh, where I am today and, and proceeding today. Uh, one of the other things, you know, so the military has been uh, an incredible um, influence in my life, uh, even to this day. My my dad was uh, retired from the Air Force uh, and worked for the NSA. Has been so he's been around the military a long time. My brother just retired from the Air Force a couple of years ago, uh, and he works for the uh, Hillsborough County uh, Sheriff's Office in New Hampshire, not in Florida. Um, uh, and you know, so I've been around a long time. I have numerous friends who are uh, who have been uh, retired career military. Uh, here and from where I'm from and, and, and all over. So, you know, Veterans Day, it, it's, uh, it's, it's an opportunity just to, to say thank you uh, and just to remember, um, you know, people that you know and who have served and say thank you. Just as we're saying thank you to, uh, to the voters who helped us pass the sales tax, thank you to our veterans, every single one of them out there who have served. Yes, thank you very much. And so you have... You have wife and kids I do um, my wife Jennifer have an 18 month old I have an Sorry 18 month old daughter her, uh, her name is Dahlia um, she's 18 months old and then uh, I have a son Jack who actually uh, graduated from Estero High School two years ago and is a sophomore at uh, UCF studying aerospace engineering um, he uh, you know tries to ask me to help him with his math homework and and even though you know in finance the math that he's doing <laughs> 
No. <laughs> um, so he's uh, he's a sophomore at UCF, and our and our daughter, eighteen months old. So both ends of the spectrum there. Uh, but I love kids, and you know, to be able to uh, you know experience um, my son and everything that he is experiencing now as a sophomore in college, uh, um, and he even plays lacrosse for the university there, and going through it all over again with uh, with a little girl with Dolly, eighteen months old, um, who's a future Lee County School District student. Um, it's it's awesome. It's awesome. All right. I think that's a is that a good place to end it. Yeah. All yeah. right. Very good. Well, was there I, anything else you wanted to talk about? No. Just shake your hand. <laughs> thank you. Um, no. Uh, thank you. Uh, you know, and and there's a lot that uh, you know we got a long way to go now. Ten years. So um, you know, as we go through this, you know, through the oversight committee, you know, there'll be updates. Uh, there'll be briefings. Um, you know, we have always said that we are transparent in what we do. We will always be transparent in what we do, uh, especially with uh, now that we have the sales tax. You've entrusted us with that. I know that even even those of you that did not vote for it, um, you know, as you watch this podcast, you know, you, you we will be transparent with this. Um, ask me questions. Ask us questions, and and you know, any information that that will be out there, um, we're going to do this right. We always have, and we always will. Greg Blurton, Chief Financial Officer for the School District of Lee County. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Adam, very much. Thank you. Thank you for watching and listening. We'll see you next time.